what a pleasure it is to welcome to What's Next, Sudipto Moitra, who is the General Manager for ICT Solutions at MTN Business. And we're hearing a lot of interesting things and good things coming out of MTN Business. And uh, firstly, it's great to have you with us, Sudipto. Welcome to What's Next. Aki, good afternoon and really uh, thank you for having me uh, at, your, at your studio and uh, uh, very uh, good afternoon to all the listeners. Uh, looking forward to this conversation. Absolutely. Now, look, you know, it's been a very interesting uh, time that we're living in. I mean, uh, uh, COVID-19, it seems like it was years away, but it was just recently, of course. And we've seen massive transformation. But, you know, it, it wasn't the spark at MTN, uh, COVID-19. I mean, this transformation that's been going on has been going on for some time. But um, you often speak about uh, transforming MTN Group from a traditional telecommunications company to what it was when I knew it when it started more than two decades ago into a tech co. Uh, could you explain what a tech co is and why MTN is focused on becoming one and transitioning to that? Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a great start. Telco to tech co. Uh, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, uh, that's the journey, uh, you know, not just MTN, but uh, a lot of telcos are going through. Uh, telco, uh, you know, is the, the, the traditional, as you said, the telecom operator. Uh, you know, it's the world of, uh, you know, what gives, what's the existence of uh, pretty much all telcos, uh, you know, where based on various technologies, you're providing, you know, the connectivity, you know, to, to everybody, uh, you know, that you operate. Uh, so as a telecom operator, that's the term of telco. And techco, yeah, you know, is uh, more... Uh, pointing to becoming a technology company, so that's the uh, the shorter form of uh, Techco, um, and and I suppose uh, this journey of uh, Telco to Techco, why you know why why um, Telcos are going through it, why is MTN going through it? Um, let me uh, maybe try to answer that through a few lenses. Um, I think the first lens let me use is the client relevance. Um, so. You know, from a telco perspective, if you look at our enterprise business, the B2B segment that we deal with, um, you know, as a telco, our current assets um, are more focused on the connectivity perspective. But what we want to get to is to be more relevant to our enterprise clients. And that is where we want to move into more of a technology company. So what do we mean by that? You know, um, we want to move up the stack of ICT. So starting with connectivity, if you look at the requirements that the enterprise market has in the ICT space, you know, it's not just connectivity. It's moving up the stack to compute. Um, you know, it's moving up the stack to applications. It's moving up the stack to data and, and, and what can be termed as, uh, you know, the future uh, adjacent services, you know, whether it's the 4IR trends or, you know, the future trends. And, and that's where as a as a tech co, as a technology company, is where the ambitions of MTN is. And that's the journey we're going through. So it's more about uh, the client relevance in the enterprise space and not just on the enterprise space. We know the trends that are coming in are more moving into B2C. So how can we as MTN, um, you know, in the markets that we operate, the 21 markets that we operate, how can we be more relevant in the market? So that's the first reason of, um, you know, the ambition or the journey that we're going through from a telco to techco. 
Having said that, I think, um, you know, our traditional business uh, still remains a very, very important business. That's why if you look at the ethos of MTN, you know, we say that everyone deserves the benefit of modern connected life and that still continues. And then how do we leverage those assets into the enterprise, into the consumer space, into the other businesses as MTN that we're building in? Mm. So that's mm. the first reason. The second reason, if you then also look at, um, you know, our own internal ambitions, you know, our shareholder returns that we need to give. Now we know the traditional uh, telco business or the telecom operator business, you know, um, that there we know that the data, uh, the voice, uh, you know, the revenues are on a decline, you know, uh, because and that's the advent of um, any industry, you know, as we commercialize that more, uh, you know, uh, the, the revenues would be would be at pressure. Obviously, the uh, we, we still have got a market share and we are number one or number two in every every country that we operate in. So to counter that, you know, we are saying that as we move into the world of, uh, you know, being a, a tech, a techco, a technology operator, there can be new revenue streams that will also help us, uh, you know, meet the shareholder expectation along with the client relevance that I spoke about. So in summary, that's, uh, you know, uh, moving from a telco op telecom operator to more a uh, technology company. And those are the reasons and that's, that's the journey as MTN we are going through. Um, in, our, in our own space. Well, listen, it's a very exciting journey and it makes perfect sense what you're saying. And uh, I mean, you, you did start with the connectivity in the first place. And of course, without connectivity, you have nothing and none of those industries you spoke about. So uh, you, you, you're really there and they've been doing it for many, many years and uh, you understand it. Now, the key to your focus on becoming South Africa's leading techo is continually uh, and continuously adapting to support an evolving market because at the end of the day the market is changing as well the market is demanding uh, more ai solutions or cloud solutions etc etc what are the latest b2b trends that you're seeing that your customers are telling you and that you're seeing in the ict space yeah um yeah, that's again, you know, uh, because the journey that we're going through from telco to techco obviously has to be aligned to the strengths. Um, so uh, maybe let me address or share some of the trends that we're seeing in the market uh, again uh, through a few lens. Um, the first thing is, you know, I mean, um, and maybe before I get into the details, so every year, as you are aware, you know, as MTN, we proudly do a CIO survey, you know, in partnership with ITV. Yes. And, and uh, you know, for me, that's a really great data that we get every year because, you know, it's a, it's a survey. First of all, the data is related to South Africa, so it's the South African context. And the survey also talks about, uh, you know, kind of across the different segments of the industry. So, um, you know, some of the top trends uh, through the survey that we have found, the, the latest release, if I look at from, you know, let's say, what are the top three technology drivers that our customers are looking for? If I can uh, share the trends around that, um, you know, the first one, which should not be a surprise is, um, you know, security, you know, securing the data, securing the system. Uh, that's definitely the kind of the top trend um, that then gets followed by modernizing infrastructure. And once again, this data is uh, more related in the South African context and cuts across uh, the, the different industry segment. Obviously, every company, every industry is in a different maturity curve. And, and, and following that, uh, some of the other technology drivers are more around advanced analytics, BI, big data, 
Um, and, and then also we see the elements like customer experience as some of the leading trends when it comes to the, 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 the top technology driver. Now, another very interesting uh, trend that we see, uh, you know, through the survey, through the CIO survey, is, uh, you know, what are the key activities that are keeping our CIOs and IT industry by far very busy, you know? And, and there, uh, some of the key trends that are coming out is, you know, uh, digitizing the business, you know, and it's, 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 it's very hard as we can always realize. And again, the maturity is different. Um, uh, digitizing the business and process automation. I think a lot of different companies, different industry verticals are going through that. Um, then the technology strategy, you know, creating a technology strategy and, um, you know, getting the right budgets of implementing that strategy uh, seems to be uh, uh, like a key, key trend there. And, and again, no surprises, you know, what's keeping most of the uh, CIOs across the industries busy is uh, security and the risk mitigation uh, based on the different industries, uh, whether they are listed, whether they are private, based on the other compliances uh, and the regulatory requirement that they have to abide by. That's another key trend that comes very strongly on what keeps them busy. And then uh, another important lens through which we can look at the trends uh, when we have surveyed with ITWeb what are the key focus areas for the next 24 months? You know, if you look at some of the key trends that are coming through there, it's about the first one is about uh, driving the digital strategy and executing the digital strategy. I think every organization, um, you know, is uh, some are catching up, some are advanced. Uh, but the advent of technology and the pace at which it's changing, you know, um, that seems to be the number one focus area. Uh, the business process automation uh, continues to be another key focus area for a lot of companies. And again, uh, industry to industry, it kind of varies. And then finally, again, no surprise, the security element where strengthening the yes. data, the network, and the cloud, you know, which I'm sure we will chat a little bit more about, um, you know, the security aspects and the security control are the key focus area. So those are by, by and large some of the trends. And maybe if I can just close off, um, you know, from uh, MTN perspective, the journey of becoming a tech co, uh, you know, the center of excellence that is driving that journey, uh, you know, we have got like five key businesses, you know, connectivity, uh, unified communication, uh, IoT, security, and cloud. And if I can just close up by pointing out one or two key trends in each of those towers, because that's the active engagement that we're having in the market. So obviously on the connectivity, you know, we all know um, you know, what we are going through as a country, you know, with the low shedding, uh, the vandalism, uh, the reality that we are facing. But there is some very strong trends coming in for modern technology and adoption of elements like SD-WAN on the connectivity side. On the unified communication, again, different segments have got different trends, but we are seeing that a lot of integrated approach, and you spoke earlier about the COVID and the post-COVID era, where the hybrid ways of work is really pushing a lot of companies as a key trend uh, to make sure that the unified communication um, using whether it's um, you know all the different OEM solutions that are there, uh, moving from the traditional voice into more of a cost-effective solution, that's a key trend. On the security, what we are also seeing, uh, other than the trends that I've just shared earlier through the CIO survey, you know, uh, the, 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 the more proactive elements, you know, I mean, as we say that it's that one uh, thread that comes and hits you and 
and then it's a, you know it's it's a big problem for the issue so that continues to be a very important investment area and then iot fascinating fascinating area where we are seeing that you know um not just the connectivity but moving up the data stack and very important the trend that we are seeing is you know the businesses are really adopting technology to get to the business outcome so uh, by and large uh, you know those are some of the trends we're seeing through our different businesses in the center of excellence it's very interesting what you say and and also when you look at the uh, trends that businesses are experiencing and it's no surprise that security is there right at the top of those concerns and the changes that are happening but you work with many South African businesses, you engage with them, you talk to them, you see some very interesting things, you hear some very interesting things. What are those biggest pain points that you see and you hear from these businesses that they're coming to you, they're seeking help? What are the big issues that these businesses face today? Yeah, um, okay, I think from an MTN enterprise business perspective, uh, you know, we take a segment-led approach. So in other words, we have got uh, focused areas in large enterprise clients, public enterprises clients, and small and medium enterprise clients. So some of the key issues that we are working with the different clients that we are seeking on the ground, let me address that through the different segments. I think when it comes to the large enterprise clients, um, you know, um, what we are seeing is obviously the business as usual on the IT stack, um, you know, the operationalization of it uh, at the right price point, uh, you know, mm -hmm. continues to be, um, you know, some, uh, I won't say a challenge, but that's something that there is always room of improvement that uh, the big, big, large enterprises are looking at. Secondly, I think the, the adoption of the technology, the, the, the new age technology and commercializing that in the large enterprise also remains um, you know an area that that we are all trying to figure out that how do we accelerate and then finally i think um, you know the, uh, the 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 skills by and large you know which which we can unpack that a little bit later you know is also a very important element where you know um, how do you then after you have implemented something or even implementing on time in budget and then looking at operationalization of it is one of the areas by and large across the ICT in large enterprise we look into it. Then from a public enterprise perspective, what we are also picking up in the market is, um, you know, there, uh, you know, the adoption of technology and, um, you know, what we are trying to do there uh, also differs. But how do we create uh, repeatable standardized architecture that can be replicated? So, for example, you know, whether it's um, national department, provincial departments, or state-owned enterprises. Again, you know, the architecture might be different, uh, but how do we then leapfrog and, and speed up, you know, the final implementation and the outcome that the citizens can benefit from? And then another element in public sector as a challenge that we see, obviously the legacy environment, you know, you cannot just decouple yes. the legacy environment and move into the modern world. So from a public sector side, we still see that transitioning from the legacy into the modern world is something that I think as an industry that we are all working towards. And finally, when we talk about the small and medium enterprises, you know, there it's all about the scale and the commercials, you know, one of the key things we're saying, right. big potential, if you look at the entrepreneurship nature that we have in the country and the possibility that we're looking at, I think, um, you know, the, 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 the possibility there is to how do we, how do we work together to have a, 
um, you know, uh, easy to adopt and a right commercial price point, you know, that can be scaled. Uh, so those are some of the key trends uh, or some of the key challenges that we're working across the different industry segments in the B2B space. Yeah, the, the interesting one for me is, of course, skills, as you touched on, and it uh, keeps coming up over and over again, this massive skills shortage, not just in uh, on the continent in South Africa, but it's globally where the problem is. But when you, where does, when you look at the South African B2B ICT industry, right, um, and you obviously uh, keep tabs of where the rest of the world is, how are we lagging firstly behind the rest of the world? And I know we are lagging in certain parts. How is MTN working to solve this and narrow that particular gap? Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, you know, uh, let me maybe start by saying that from an SA perspective, it's quite fascinating, you know, what we're picking up that uh, in some cases we are not lagging, we are leading. And maybe let me start with that positive note. So within MTN, uh, we have got a unit uh, under our global enterprise business, a unit called MNC, multinationals, you know, where we have got a lot of multinational clients. And, and uh, the positive side is some of the multinational clients that are across the continents, across multiple countries, when they're engaging with us from an innovation perspective, you know, um, especially with their operations and their setup in South Africa, or for that matter, on the African continent, there's a lot of things that we're working, co-creating with them that uh, is very, very positive. I mean, just to give an example, yes. one of the key things as MTN that we are driving is the 5G, you know, and, and the, and the right. relevance 5G brings in across the different industry vertical to solve business problems, to look at, to solve the, the use cases, you know, relevant to that industry is quite profound. And recently, some of the multinational clients that are headquartered in Europe or America, when they sat down with us, they really said, you know, the co-creation approach that we, uh, together with MTN, uh, that they are doing is, is fantastic. So that's good story. But back to your question. So everything that I said on the positive side still remains, uh, but the gaps that we are seeing uh, in the market is once again, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the sort of commercializing, commercialization of uh, new technology uh, that is going to be very relevant. Um, from a business as usual perspective, um, you know, the, 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 the issues that we are finding in terms of, um, you know, basic uh, elements like infrastructure, connectivity of the crisis that we're going through. And then finally, uh, you know, the, the, the adoption of uh, the hybrid estate. And I will unpack the three elements in a little bit more detail and what MTN is doing towards it. So on the first one, you know, um, you know technology and uh, the technology proving its merit in the other markets, uh, you know, where it has gone through and crossed the chasm, um, I think, um, you know, how do we, the cost of implementing that and the returns that we can see from that is, 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 is possibly a, quite a big struggle. And what MTN is doing there is, I think uh, we are trying to kind of eat this elephant in bite-sized chunk. What I mean by that is we're trying to take a, a TCO-led approach where we are leading with proof of concepts where we can prove the value in smaller segment rather than looking at a big transformational project and we keep talking months and years about it and not implementing it so so that's the first one on the on the on the last one in terms of uh, you know the, the the third one that we spoke about where 
you know, the hybrid estate and the adoption of hybrid. So if you take yes. cloud as an example, um, you know, uh, we talk about the whole uh, move to public cloud as an example, right? Uh, but what we are seeing is, you know, the journey of moving all the workloads for an enterprise clients into public cloud and the timeline associated to it needs to be balanced out with what they have today. And that gives birth to the hybrid estate, you know, where you have to look at investments in data center, where you have to look at traditional compute and that coupled with the, you know, moving into the public cloud environment. So what MTN is doing about that is obviously MTN is leveraging its own assets, like for example, the data center assets, you know, we have got 32 data center, which includes our own switching center in South Africa for that matter. And we are leveraging that to say, how do we create uh, more of a hybrid practical implementation so that you know we can make the journey into cloud a lot more relevant and that's where the hybrid estate kind of right. comes in so yeah those are some of the trends and that's those are some of the things i can share key that we are doing as mt and working with across the segments to make it more real interesting and another really important element of serving your customers better is developing partnerships with industry-leading technology brands. And I've seen that, uh, you know, every few months there's a new announcement that's been made by MTN, which is fantastic. For example, um, you announced you had entered into a strategic alliance with Microsoft in January. I mean, that was pretty huge. Why are these partnerships so important to MTN business? Yeah, okay, I mean... Um you know, th this point is such a relevant point because this kind of summarizes this telco to techco journey where we started. So let me take a step back and before I answer the question, why it is so important and the relevance. So, you know, as a telco, traditionally what we have done is we have always built our own assets, you know, and that's what we as telcos have yes. been very good at and we continue to do that. But as we move into the technology company, you know, the techco, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense for us to reinvent the wheel or it doesn't make sense sometimes for us to continue to catch up with the market because, you know, where do you draw the line? And this is where, as I said, our fundamental approach of becoming a techco company is in line with, uh, you know, the customer relevance. So we are trying to lead with the customer problem and reverse engineer that, uh, you know, to see that how MTN can bring uh, the outcome, you know, bring to bear what is required. And in that process, you know, obviously as MTN, as a telco, we have got a lot of relevant products in the five different uh, verticals of center of excellence that I spoke about. But that has to be complemented by assets that we as MTN might not have or products that we might not have created. And this is where the partnership and alliances play such a vital role, where we are looking at bringing the assets that they already have. And rather than the client trying to aggregate them, our ambition is to become that aggregator, you know, and, and, and that's where the relevance of the, of, the, of, the, of the partnership and alliances come in. And to wrap up the point, you know, um, so we see the partner and alliances in this space in a few buckets. Let me quickly summarize that. So first is, you know, the consulting ability, you know, you need to, as we move into the different industry vertical, you know, we are working with the big five consulting companies, very niche consulting companies to bring that consulting ability when we are talking about transformation of business for end clients. The second one is more the system integrators. While we have our own ambition to create the skills, you know, internally within MTN, but we are also looking to build, you know, the partnership and alliances and bring that component in. 
And the third one broadly is the OEMs, you know, the original hardware and the software manufacturers. There are certain of them we are productized internally, but we are now trying to partner with them so that all of us come together, you know, and then try to solve the business outcome that the customer is trying to solve. So that's the sort of relevance, uh, you know, from a alliance and partnership we're bringing in. And to close off, the Microsoft announcement that you spoke about is such an important partnership that we have, and it's a testimony to what I have said. And it's not just about building these partnerships to be relevant in the market, but it's also a partnership. The Microsoft partnership talks about moving our own internal MTN workloads on Microsoft Azure. And while we are doing it, we want to bring that our own champagne and take that experience to the market to be relevant. So that's where you know the, 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 the partnership and alliances play such a critical role in our journey of Telco to take core, take a solution-led approach and augment that you know, with the products that we have in our own stack. Now, earlier we spoke about the skills issue and how, 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 how much of a problem the lack of skills are in the country. Now, when you're evolving your services as fast as MTN businesses, and then you've got to acquire the right skills, that surely must be a challenge. It's a challenge for you, I'm sure. It's a challenge for every business. But how does MTN business specifically handle the skills challenge? Sure. Uh, let me answer the question, Aki, of how does MTN Business handle the skill challenge in context to the center of excellence and the ICT journey that we own. So first of all, uh, you know, as I said, you know, we have been playing more in the connectivity space and the infrastructure, but we're moving up the stack. So as we know in the market, uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of companies that are retrenching skills. It's a bit unfortunate that the market is going through a turmoil. So the first and foremost, we have got a very, uh, uh, you know, kind of a solid plan of attracting the talent, you know, um, that, have, uh, that have got experience in the market in the broader ICT context to come and join us and to take our journey forward. The second one that we are looking at is how do we create the talent and skills of the existing workforce that we have? And this is where we have really strengthened our L&D capability, learning and development capability that have got great programs together with the partnerships that I earlier spoke about that we are taking our existing staff through so that in the journey from telco to techco, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to enhance our skills, you know, in the current setup. Thirdly, we have got uh, the MTN Academy, you know, where through our HR, you know, we are also looking at, uh, you know, developing the skills bottom up. You know, that's a very, very important part. You can't be like feeding from the market. Uh, like most of the companies are doing, we are accelerating that journey, uh, which also talks to our graduate program, you know, where we are very fortunate to bring uh, some of the young graduates and, you know, kind of feed the funnel as we move into the journey. And then the last point I would like to say from a skill creation perspective, earlier I mentioned that, you know, we want to drink our own champagne. So from an MTN perspective, when we are hiring skills for our own internal IT needs, we are also looking to see that, you know, rather than multinationals coming and selling into us and, you know, uh, you know, bringing resources from overseas, that's a great opportunity and breeding ground that we are looking to almost look at a build operate transfer, you know, while these specialized companies mm. come and solve it for us. But we are trying to work with these multinational clients or multinational partners to say, how do we how do we create talent internally? 
And probably the last point, uh, which is something that we have been running for long, you know, as you are aware, our programs like our annual events like, you know, IoT Award or, you know, uh, the, the, the software play that we have been running for a long time also helps us to bring communities and the skills that is there and commercialize them. So that's another avenue that we are using to kind of build the skills. So those are some of the key areas that we are working across the ecosystem uh, to help build skills, not only for MTN, but as a country, you know, and I want to just maybe close up by saying our CEO, Charles Malapesi, always says, you know, if, if uh, to quote him, you know, if we have got one family and one software developer, you know, it will be a very different country. So it kind of talks to the ethos of what I've uh, earlier spoken about. Yeah, absolutely. Charles is very passionate about those skills. Um, it's a, it's a very interesting journey that you've been going on. It's, not, it's a journey that you've been on for a while now. And I guess that with every journey, there are challenges that come along the way. What kind of challenges have you faced in this journey of evolution that MTN is going through, transforming into this techo that we're talking about? And how are you handling those particular challenges on your journey? Yeah, I suppose uh, uh, talking about the challenge, I think the biggest challenge, in my opinion, that uh, most of the telcos and certainly what we're going through, um, you know, is how do we continue to leverage the telco assets, but decouple from our own legacy? You know, so let me elaborate that point. So, for example, in the world of telco, uh, pretty much our delivery is our factories are quite hardwired, you know, because that's how in the product world it works. Like. You know, it's quite controlled, it's quite processed. But when a customer is coming to us and saying that, but I, yeah, I mean, there are certain elements that are quite relevant to them, but they're saying change that hard-coded behavior, you know, change the factory configuration. You know, the biggest challenge that we're going through right now is how do we become then agile and flexible, you know? And obviously, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that talks about our own internal IT stack. You know, in, uh, in a telco, as you would be aware, we, we refer it sometimes to uh, the OFAP process, which stands for Order Fulfillment Assurance and Billing, that is very tightly integrated to what we call our uh, operation systems and our business system, OSS and BSS. And that is one of the key uh, areas that we are working through to say that, you know, without losing the client relevance, how do we create that flexible and agile environment how do we change the configuration of the factory that is hard-coded? How do we create systems that can make us more agile and flexible? And, and, and the traditional way of doing things, some of them we don't want to let go because those are the crown jewels, but some of them we need to fine-tune you know, from a process and system perspective. So overall, I think it also aligns to MTN's overall ambition of Ambition 2025 where we want to be a, 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 a platform-led operator. Not only the platforms that we want to take to our clients, but platforms and systems that makes us agile, makes us flexible, and helps us to take our journey from the telco to techco. So probably that's one of the key challenges uh, that we are working through, um, uh, you know, and hopefully we would see some success shortly. Well, it's very exciting, this journey that you're going through. And it's always exciting to hear the announcements that are made relevant to your journey. Now, do you have any exciting plans um, for the future? I know that you're on this path. What can you share with us today? Uh, can we expect anything uh, major that's going to be announced shortly? What, what, what have you got on your roadmap over the next uh, 6 to 12 months? 
Yeah, Aki, let me finish up by saying, you know, the journey is very exciting. Definitely, you can expect, uh, uh, you know, a lot of positive things. Uh, but let me just leave you with a few examples that we're working towards. Earlier, we spoke about partnership and alliances. So that will be a very, very important area where we will continue to build and partnership and alliances to be relevant to our client. Secondly, you know, we, we briefly touched on, you know, uh, the technology like 5G, which is our telco assets, you know, that we bring to bear. And how do we how do we get into more of an industry vertical approach where we can really transform businesses and digitize businesses? So so that's something that we're working towards. Um, you know, thirdly, I think in line with our ambition 2025, as I mentioned, we want to be a platform led, uh, you know, operator. And as part of that, we definitely would be we are building a lot of platforms uh, internally, uh, you know, that we will be announcing in the market, which we believe. Uh, across uh, you know all the markets we operate is w going to be very 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 uh, relevant and it will also give us the scalability you know that we need to get to the right price point and then finally as part of center of excellence you know the five different businesses that are in center of excellence i think you can also expect first of all a better name that we are working towards to give it to center of excellence and uh, <laughs> you know um, and 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 the mandate from our principles are uh, we want to execute and become the top ICT uh, company in the different markets uh, through the organic uh, growth that we are looking into, through the partnerships that I've spoken about. Uh, but uh, we also would be looking, you know, uh, the acquisition route, the inorganic route, uh, where, you know, as we build the skills, you know, how do we leverage that for the greater good, uh, you know, for the continent? So, yeah, those are some of the things I can leave you with that certainly you can expect, um, you know, in the next six to 12 months for us to make the announcements um, as we progress in our journey from uh, Telco to Techco. Well, it's a super exciting journey and uh, watching it with uh, a great deal of pride and uh, congratulations on it and, um, and all the announcements that you've made over the last uh, uh, few months. It's really, really exciting stuff. Sudipto Moitra, who's the General Manager for ICT Solutions at MTN Business, Look forward to chatting to you soon again and uh, catching up on all the latest announcements that you're going to be making shortly. Thank you for your time. Okay, thank you very much for having me and I hope uh, we will have more of these conversations where we'll get an opportunity to share a little bit more updates in the next 6 to 12 months. Thank you.